Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I want to talk about Friday because on Friday last, or was it last Friday or last Thursday, we were talking about seagulls. Now, we were all talking about the Lord Mayor and also said the Deputy Lord Mayor talked about, you know, they were ruling out the idea of the culls because they're becoming a problem. Because the cull was suggested going back a few years ago. I think Alex Flynn was talking about the culls uh, and the seagulls and what we're going to do about them. And here in the area, I, I talked the other day about the fact that you, you can't even walk around with a piece of food in your hand. Because I we're at Castle Forbes here, which is Castle Forbes Road, which is just off the Liffey and just close to the sea. And the seagulls are everywhere. They're everywhere. And God, they're brave. I said the other day, as Dan mentioned as well, if you're driving up in your car to the car park, they stand in the middle of the road and they don't move. They just look at you like, as if to say, drive around me. I'm not moving. And they and they sit up on the fences across the road where the building site is. There's thousands of builders around here at the moment. And the builders are in now the spar shop getting their sausage rolls and their, uh, their chicken rolls. And, everything. and they wait. And they wait for their opportunity and they swoop in and take the food. But people talked about going out to Hoth and places like that. And I mentioned that my mum used to go out there and they used to throw the odd. And I did it too. You throw a chip for the seagull. But is it the wrong thing to do to be feeding the bloody things? Niall Hatch, who's Head of Communication and Development of Birdwatch Ireland, joins me because people said, Niall, can you get an expert on to tell us what to do? Good afternoon to you, Niall. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. Good, Niall, so here's the thing, right? Firstly, the population, according to statistics, has dropped drastically, but yet we're noticing them, noticing them more. So why is that? Yes, it, it would seem to be a bit of a paradox, wouldn't it? But it actually yeah. makes sense when you see how the bird's lifestyles have been affected. So, so, the, so the, the word seagull is a word that we, we tend to avoid ourselves because it kind of hides the fact that there are several different species involved and some of them behave in very different ways to others. So the main bird that people are complaining about here, and then, which is causing some of these problems, is a bird called the gull, which is the, uh, the large, the silver-grey-backed white yeah, gull. Yeah, they're like eagles. <laughs> yeah, they're very big. They are, they are large <laughs> birds. There are other ones called black-headed gulls you get around Dublin City Centre as well, which are, are far less aggressive and less intimidating, and they, they don't pose much well, of a problem. I've seen those ones, yeah. They're a bit smaller yeah. and slinkier looking. Slim line looking. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and this time of year, they have a dark hood on their head in the winter. They, that, the head becomes paler. And a few other species around as well, but the herring gulls that people are mainly complaining about. And actually, um, our uh, statistics and the surveys over, over the course of many decades in Birdwatch Ireland have shown that the herring gull has actually declined by a staggering 90% over the course of 30 years. It's a species that's very vulnerable now in Ireland, and the population has collapsed in many areas. And what we're seeing when we're seeing more of these gulls coming into urban areas, it's not a sign of a species losing the run of itself or doing so well that it's, it's coming into our cities. It's the sign of a species in crisis that has no other choice but to try to take easy handouts or to try and, and take, uh, take easy food. So where is the food? I mean, before they they started hanging around McDonald's and Burger King, which is what they do now, or spar shops, where were they hanging out to eat? Well, there's a lot more food available for them, particularly in, in beaches and in also agricultural areas too. The words aren't necessarily uh, tied to the sea by any means. People think it's sometimes strange seeing these gulls coming in land, but herring gulls will often do that. They fill up river systems and that you find them throughout all 32 counties of Ireland. And having said that, they are more uh, concentrated, certainly in, in, in marine areas and along the shore. 
and they would have uh, fed particularly on beaches and they would feed on offshore islands uh, and, and what do they, food, sorry, sorry for interrupting but what yeah. do they eat they eat crabs and things like that or? they eat crab which anything they can find they're, they're, they're scavengers which is also right. thought of as a dirty word but in fact it's a great service they provide cleaning up lots of rubbish so yeah they would eat they would, they would catch sometimes fish in shallow waters but often they would eat things that have washed up on the beach so things like crabs dead fish rubbish they were known obviously to go through to rubbish tips Jeez, they must have great digestive systems do they well they do they're very opportunist absolutely yeah. and uh, one of the things they do of course in urban areas it, it's obviously very unpleasant to see them going through bins and picking things off the street but when they're doing that they're obviously um, taking food that otherwise would be eaten by rats and foxes and other scavenging creatures or perhaps even less desirable and so that's an issue so that's one of the things about hitting them we've had a, a collapse in our marine ecosystem um, food chains in the sea are breaking down we also have big issues with uh, problems for the, where the goals are actually nesting, because that's another separate issue. Goals so where do they nest? Areas. Along the cliff lines, isn't it? Yes, and particularly around Dublin, they would have nested in, in big numbers on offshore islands, places like Lambay Island, Ireland's Eye, the islands of Skerries, places like that, Dockey Island as well. Um, still have reasonable numbers of gulls, but not as many as there used to be. And what's happened in those cases, there's actually been big problems, first of all, with non-native predators like rats and mink um, getting onto those islands. They, they eat the eggs and the chicks of those gulls. And also there's increased levels of human disturbance as well. So during the summer, if you get any kind of nice weather, you'll see people out on, on Ireland's eye off holes, for example, traipsing right through the colonies of gulls there, causing consternation, which actually is illegal. It's illegal for people to disturb these birds um, uh, when they're nesting. Mm. Um, and what some of these birds then have decided, well, they, they think this, this isn't secure anymore. So they then move to the next best option, which to them is an urban island. As far as they're concerned, a high building with a roof with roads around it that may as well be an island because it's protected from predators there's, there's no, nobody can get near them and so they nest there and then of course they try to get food close closer to home and of course they also are very protective of their chicks and their eggs so they feel that they're under threat and so they behave in this way too mm. um, so yeah there's many things happening at once but as is often the case when we see nature changing its behaviour rapidly and, and causing problems for us we humans are, the, are the, 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 the original cause of those problems it's our own activities and that cause this yeah we hate uh, inconvenience don't we so we've people ringing in the other day complaining about, you know, their little kid in the buggy eating ice cream and the, the seagull comes, takes it out of their hand or their chips or whatever. Or, and, you know, and, and look, and there's no doubt, I mean, when we talk about the herring gull in particular, their beaks are quite large and they can be sharp and they can do a bit of damage, I suppose, when they come down. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. And nobody wants that at all. Um, so yeah. it's, it's not good. It's not good when uh, when when wild animals like this lose their sort of um, their healthy fear of, of humans. They're fearless. They really are yeah. fearless. And, and they're extremely clever animals. Well, well, yeah, you know, their whole lives are revolving around how to get more food for them and for their chicks, especially this time of year when they've lots of hungry mouths to feed. Now, we do know that it's, it seems to go on an individual basis. So some, some of these goals, some individuals are far braver and, and um, less wary of humans than others are. And so it's certain rogue individuals do tend to cause the majority of the problems. But one of the main issues is when the goals do learn to associate humans with food, that becomes a problem. So, so are you um, saying that we shouldn't feed? Because, I mean, I've done it myself, right? You're having a McDonald's or a Kentucky Fried Chicken, wherever you're sitting in your car, and they surround. I know one, place, one particular place. They actually surround the car because they know people will throw stuff out, right? And yeah. then and you wait till you're finished because you don't want to be doing it while you're eating because then they just keep jumping at the car. And normally when I get out, I'm bringing stuff over to the bin. If there's a few chips left in the bag, I'll just throw it to them. Is that the wrong thing to do? It, it is, I'm afraid, yes, because the, the, as you said, they're very smart birds, and they realise that. Uh, that humans then equal an easy meal and why would they then have to go with all the, dip, the difficulty of fishing at sea or scavenging on the beaches when it's just there ready and waiting so they then will start to recognise um, the, the behaviour of humans when they know that they're eating or they would even identify certain fast food chains or, or, or fish and chip shops or something like that where mm. they know that people congregate and so yes we will ask people please to refrain from feeding them um, because it's, it's not good that they learn and that their offspring learn that 
place you get food from is humans. It's McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And <laughs> um, the other thing you see often in, 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 in the city as well is that there's issues around refuse collection and, and, and management and around bins. So you'll see often bins overflowing. You'll see black bin bags out on the street waiting for collection. The girls have learned that there's food in there. They'll rip those open very easily. And um, so this is an issue as well. That's not a really... And uh, they tear it. I know, I've seen that. They pull everything out all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a secure waste management system at all. And of course, we see the girls doing this because they're out doing it during the day when, when the sun is shining. But at, at night, you can be sure that uh, the rats and mice are doing the same thing. And more so in other words, the, the message is, don't feed them. Make sure you have your bins secure. Your lids are down properly. And this is very important to keep the lids down uh, because animals in particular, seagulls or rats or whatever it is, will try and get in and get food because that's what they do. That's their job. Uh, so in other words, we can take steps to stop I suppose, to slow down the problem. But the, because I, I'm, I'm kind of limited for time here now, but the, the, the other thing I wanted to ask you was, are you concerned as Head of Communication and Development for Birdwatch Ireland, are you concerned about the future of these animals? Oh, yes, certainly, because we are seeing declines in the population. In fact, we're seeing collapses in our marine ecosystem. So the fact is that the gulls, especially the herring gulls, as you said, that they're quite big, they can stand up for themselves. So they will come and take food from humans that come into urban areas. We're seeing lots of other seabirds, like puffins, for example, um, uh, birds uh, called kittiwakes. This is a much smaller, danger type of gull that's much more frightened of humans. They're populations are collapsing throughout the throughout the North Atlantic, which is uh, you know is really really very worrying. We're seeing collapses in sea stock in, in fish stocks. We're seeing global warming causing a warming of our oceans, causing plankton to move, which then takes the fish away from the breeding colonies of these birds, which means their chicks don't survive. So we really are seeing an ecosystem in crisis. And you know the, the fact is that the goals themselves. Um, you know, although they cause lots of difficulties for us in urban areas, we're seeing that they're not actually the problem. They're the symptom of a much bigger problem. And we're seeing an ecosystem collapse that we humans would be absolute fools not to not to pay attention to. The, the birds are shouting a warning to us. We see these so things, how so how do we how do we pay attention? And as much as we hate to see them scoop, you know, swooping down and taking their food off us, we don't want to see them go because they're part of what we are, and you know, they're part and and they play an important role to us scavengers. Yeah. So so how do we protect? Just finally, how do we protect the seagulls and the herring gulls? Well, I think, first of all, it's very important that their nesting colonies are left um, unmolested on, on, on during the summer months. So it is illegal, as I said, for anyone to, to walk through a gold colony or to go too close to nesting birds under the Wildlife Act. But this is completely flooded. So how do we know where they are? I, like, if I was going out for a walk on Hoth Head or going out for a walk on the, well, if I went over to um, you know, Ireland's Eye or whatever it happens to be, sure, I wouldn't know where they are. So how would I know? Well, luckily the birds will tell you themselves. So they are very protective parents. So they swoop and squawk. And if you see a, if you see a gull swooping towards you or not backing away on an island or in a coastal area, it's often a sign that it's nesting nearby. Um, so places like Ireland's Eye, for example, anywhere to the centre of the island should just be a complete no-go zone for people during the summer right, because okay. you want to disturb gulls there. The other thing, of course, the other things we can do, we, we need to be better when it comes to our waste management. Uh, we need to, to, to have a more modern uh, and environmentally friendly waste management system within the city so there isn't so much food. More a more efficient one, I suppose. Precisely, yeah. absolutely. And we also, we, we need to, as I said, realise this is part of a wider biodiversity collapse and problem we have in Ireland. We need to do more um, than just pay lip service to the fact that we need to protect our habitats. We need to have more habitats uh, for, for birds and for other wildlife. We need to do more to prevent the extinction of species. Uh, and, of course, in doing that, we're benefiting ourselves as well because we're, we're an animal species like the others. We do rely on the same environment as they do. And when we see collapses or changes in their populations, it's affecting us as well. And, um, and we have, to, we have to pay attention. So it's something we need to demand more from our elected representatives, mm-hmm. that this is important to us. Okay.
All right, well, listen, it's been a very interesting conversation and thanks for clarifying all those points for us. Uh, thank you very much. And also a sad conversation to some degree as well because as much as we hate them swooping down and they they can be quite irritating, we don't want to see them go either because they're part of, I suppose, what we are. Um, and to be honest, I find it quite funny to watch them sometimes. I find them quite interesting animals. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Niall Hatch, Head of Communication Development at Birdwatch Ireland. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Say